too long yeah. after that. Is that really what it's about, though? Is it about a 4-9 start? Well, see, the thing with the Jets... You think I'm happy about last... being told well, that we I... shouldn't talk about no, it because there's I'm nothing left about... to talk about? I'm talking about this. The thing this. with you the Jags I mean? is they don't... They didn't produce on their drives. Okay. When you look at this, they didn't I wrote execute. this, I wrote right, this but down. They fired In that game, they held the ball 30 minutes. All right, hold on, hold on. 29 minutes, right? To, and they got five punts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't argue with that. When they have, have a the staff of, of 30 pos- minutes, they had possession, possession and yep. only got... Do I need to play outstanding so you can get into a happy mood while I spark this joint? What's outstanding? I, I still You don't know, know what outstanding is. is. Is that a song? Oh my god. Are you kidding Man, me? Man, I literally picked the Panthers when we talked Sunday morning because I was tinkering on Saturday. Uh, I wish I would have I wish I would have messaged you back and said, and yo, I went with the Browns. I just I went with the Browns, bro. But you know what though? How did the Panthers how the Panthers lose five in a row though? Who saw that? I didn't see five in a row coming, but This is outstanding, my friend. This is outstanding. As soon as that beat drops, you can't be in a bad mood no more. Yeah, yeah. You're not a cool boy, Jack. You gotta be getting close to being ready. No, I was born ready. Born ready. You were born ready, you guys. That's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that you were born ready, my friend. Alright. I can already see I can already see your vibe changing. I can already see the vibe changing. Alright, here. Fournette only averaging two point six I don't know. I don't know. I see the smile on the face, Mike, but I don't know if I believe it yet or not. I don't know, bro. I do have a championship smile. You have a championship smile? Yeah. Like your million-dollar smile like Ezekiel Elliott? No, he has a million-dollar smile. Is that the smile. one? Uh, no, I, I mean a smile after October. Welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I'm your host, Jerry McKeon. Mike the Jag. And we got a new voice that you might have heard since we did a little bit of a different intro today. We got uh, we got Johnny uh, Johnny intern in here, or uh, AKA uh, Johnny part time. Hey, Johnny, got to start somewhere. So, Johnny football. At the end of the day, Johnny well, facts here. Johnny yeah, John, facts. Johnny facts. Johnny I don't know. quick facts. Yeah, I think Johnny football is a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Not to be proud of, but at the same time, he's working hard in Montreal. I like it. He so, had a bad season, actually. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, Johnny. Johnny's gonna be our uh, our little uh, go to when we don't feel like it being feelings instead of facts. I have a little bit more in- a little bit more facts instead of feeling a little uh, bit more accuracy. Shout out to the Twitter handle that I can't remember, but I uh, I agreed with your idea, and uh, I think you're right. I think a couple weeks ago I was uh, a little bit more stat heavy, and uh, I was. Uh, Maybe the more of a fact stat guy, and Mike's definitely the uh, the feeling guy. So maybe we can we can grasp onto those roles a little bit more than the the cowboy and the jag role. Well, that's why we brought in because I was turn, I was so. ready to have a fucking funeral for for your jaguars along with a couple other ready to have it. A couple other you teams. already bought the casket, you already <laughs> have the performer, and the eulogy's been written. So when it's all said and done, ready to just push you down into the dirt, eh? That's how you feel, <laughs> I mean, bro. I mean. 
<laughs> Last time I checked, there was a spade in your hand. You're already five foot ten in the ground. So I like the jaguar season is not something to be discussed. See, this conversation wasn't happening if I didn't start without standing. And I sometimes might, you just got to play the gap band, bro. <laughs> sometimes you need to do it. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to accept that it's not worth talking about Cody Kessler and Carlos Hyde. So okay, fair enough. Let's take away what we learned from Week 14. Okay. Let's jump right into it. You want to go right into what we learned, eh? Does the Miami Miracle make the Miami Dolphins... Going right to Miami. Do they make them a playoff team, a contender? They're in the hunt. There's there's not a conversation of if they're in pursuit or not. However, it's turn it over to Johnny Intern. What do you think, Johnny, Johnny? Intern's got the stats. What do you Let's... think about Miami? You think, you think that that Miracle play gives them an opportunity? Yeah, well, I think that they've got the uh, easiest next three games... Of the teams that they're playing, or of the teams that they're... The remaining uh, schedule is the easiest? Yeah. Hey, Next game against you wore the egg on the face earlier, saying that they were the worst 3-0 and team to start to, in NFL history. You, I might you, stand by that. That's crazy. Now they're 7-6. Okay. and six. How right. could you even... They're 4-6 and six since then, but I mean, that's not... Like, the worst 3-0 th- team would finish 3-13, and 13, No. Yeah, okay. Maybe got maybe got a little scramble. Maybe a little egg white. All right. I wouldn't say that the yolk's there, but look. Ryan Tannehill starting quarterback, all right. That team has an opportunity. That defense isn't awful. Cameron Wakes can still get to the quarterback. Uh, Jordan Howard, I believe the, the corner's name is. When he's healthy, he's talented. Yeah. Um, but that division goes through New England, and it has... Well, that's, for, that goes without saying. Right? I mean, so it's wild card or, or bust. Okay. Um... Well, you got four I don't. Teams uh, what did I say card. to you last week? Well, <laughs> I know you. Like I didn't Miami. say that. I didn't I, say they were going to pull off a sixty-nine yard fucking like winning my, touchdown. You like Miami? <laughs> I love them to cover the spread of eight and a half. Yes, you and say that. Tom Brady's seven and ten playing Miami. Uh, yes, and, and he's, when you and look at those numbers for Tom Brady, that's something. He's that got four losses in the last five years in Miami, coupled with eight and a half points. I, that, I, I love. I love. Why uh, that's like why, and that's Absolutely. why I loved it. I wish Absolutely. I would have stood on the table a little bit, a little bit more and. With that, and you know, what I mean, really oh. put my neck out there because I bet you some Vegas sports books got uh, <laughs> they probably decently hit. Uh, I don't know as far as eight and a half is concerned. Probably, yeah, you probably are right. Do you like them? But they probably take... balanced out with the money line hit the other way. Well, good point. Right, I yeah, it's 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 hard it's hard to envision. It's hard to envision Miami jumping in the sixth or the fifth spot. In the wild card, when there are teams that are a little bit more talented than they are, like Baltimore, for example. Like, I like Baltimore as a football team. Do you, do you well, like Baltimore going their, forward? Yes, I do. Even yeah. after their performance, even after their performance against Kansas City, I like that seven and sixteen. I like that seven and sixteen better than I like Miami's seven okay. and six. The reason That's I the, what I was getting okay, at. The, well, what I was getting at was, do you, like who's their quarterback next week? <laughs> Lamar Jackson will start. He's questionable. He he will start. Will he? He was hurt. I think it was an ankle. He's banged up a little, a bit. And I believe, I believe RG three will back him up again. If not Joe Flacco, because he's close to coming back. So they have, they have, they have two functional starters. That AFC wild card spot. There's really only going to be one spot left, though. Well, yeah, because it's it's either going to be the Chargers or the Chiefs. The winner of thir- or the loser of Thursday is the five spot, good, regardless. Good point. Well, sorry, I don't want to quantify it that way. If the Chargers lose on Thursday night. Then they're guaranteed the five spot. They're ten and three. When you look at how many, like, well, when you they have three more wins than a seven and sixteen. All, right? so all they, I mean by that is if, if the five, the yeah. Chargers win, I'm not saying that the Chiefs are guaranteed the five. They, something like I would still see maybe something happening where the Chiefs could get it back. But if yeah. the Chiefs win, then 
I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a two-and-a-half-game lead I over the Chargers. I think we can all agree that the L.A. Chargers take the fifth spot regardless. Should, should Patrick Mahomes fantasy owners want the Chiefs to lose a 45-44 game on Thursday? Just for just the so fact, get just, the statistics. Well, the stats for their fantasy points, but then also so that they're not not having to bench Mahomes because the Chiefs are benching Mahomes week sixteen and seventeen or something along those lines. So, so back, <laughs> so okay, so it's not a fantasy podcast, but it's an interesting way of explaining it. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Lamar Jackson will be okay. All right, Johnny intern just threw some information at me, and we're more oh, okay. facts instead of feelings here. So should be okay. young Jamie, pull that shit up. At the end of the ankle day. <laughs> injury, John Harbaugh says should be okay. should be okay. We're trusting a Harbaugh now. Oof. We're trusting a Harbaugh now. Oh. So I like the Chargers in the fifth spot. I think it's a battle for the six, and I think that there are I would three at, teams: Baltimore, Miami, and Indy that have a Indy. realistic shot what at taking Tennessee? that sixth spot. I don't like Tennessee as a realistic Indy. team. They're all seven or six, correct? Yes, but I don't like Tennessee as being. I think they're the fourth best seven to six team. They're the fourth best seven and six teams. Out of those four teams, who's the best seven and six teams? Yeah. In, my, in my personal opinion, I like Baltimore more than I okay, like. Okay, I do as well. And then Miami, who's the other? Oh, Tennessee. Yes, Indy three. You Tennessee. Think you four. really like Tennessee over Baltimore? I like Baltimore over Tennessee. Or Baltimore I, over Tennessee. Sorry, I, I, I have Baltimore one, the best seven and six team. Okay. Okay. Number two, coming in close. I'm gonna take Colts or Tennessee. It's a toss-up. It, 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 it is, and I'll take Indy because I like luck, and I like so, that offensive so you, line more. So you like Miami, Miami the least? Three, Miami 3, Tennessee 4. Oh, wow. Okay, now, quantify it with, do you still like Miami? You, okay, do you like Miami as the third best of those teams or the third best like odds of being the sixth seed? Because like Johnny oh, I see said, what you mean. I see what you mean. Like Johnny said, they have the easiest remaining schedule. Let me, so, let me put it to you this way. I like Baltimore as the six seed more than I like the other three teams. Just because of how well that defense is playing and Lamar Jackson is more than serviceable. Okay. I can't I, I can't disagree with it. I think that Baltimore's and probably he's playing got, well, but I think Baltimore's probably got the third best defense in the league. And you would say that it's LA, you would say it's Dallas, and then I would say Dallas too and and breaking news, folks. I'll jump on board. Those Bears that Bears defense is by far and away the best defense in the league. Um, I might still take my front seven versus them, but that back end in Chicago, like Eddie Goldman is one of the best safeties Eddie in football. Eddie Jackson, excuse me, Eddie Jackson. Nice, we got another new meme. No, the memes make themselves on oh, this no. podcast, folks. Royal, no, Goldman's the D tackle. Uh, royalty Prince Akamura. Yeah, he's not having a great Fuller, season at corner. Fuller has Fuller more it. interceptions, yeah. seven, Will, than yeah. the Cowboys do as a team. Uh, Will, what's his name? And Fuller. for that reason, the Chicago Bears are by far and away. The best defense in the league because they have 38 takeaways this year. 38. Think about who they have on the edge. They have Khalil Mack. Okay. I don't need a Floyd. I don't need a book for that stat, Johnny. Oh, I got that upstairs. Listen, I remembered listen. it. Khalil Mack <laughs> and Leonard Floyd. Think about the talent level. You got an SEC guy, and he's been playing well the, the last couple of years, getting better. He and looks better like a wide receiver. His frame. But he was skinny. It wasn't for the college. 90. It was, he's still skinny. he's skinny on fucking Sunday night. But he keeps getting better and better and better. He does. That means he that does. his technique is improving, and it well, means that he's learning how to use his body frame and leverage and technique. I think it's also benefiting from never having to see a double team. It's well, not a since, knock. On, it's not a knock since, on him. Since Khalil Mack has showed up, yeah, but he was also. Are him and Randy Gregory kind of very similar? Uh, Leonard Floyd and Randy Gregory, and not just because they were ninety four and they're both skinny. I like I like Floyd a little bit more, just just because 
of the town level he played at in college. Oh, okay. Nebraska versus Georgia. Okay. So I'm not trying to argue what I've seen. I'm not trying to argue character. And if we were talking character, well, I would take Floyd over Gregory. Can never however, talk character. however, oh, well, now we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Can we, we talk can. bend? Now we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Can we talk bend? So who gets lower? They both get low because they're both skinny. Right. You and I are skinny guys. We can get pretty low on the football field. That's true. So I like Floyd a little bit more. And okay. personally, just because. Pedigree. All right. I, I kind of disagree. See that Johnny fuck fail number one, man. I just took us off the rails and you fucking, you didn't get us back on track. It's okay. Tangential. I'm, ca- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all tangential. Um, what? Do what? we want to, do we want to bring it all the way back and just talk about Derrick Henry fucking going off? No, Thursday that's, night last no week? that's ignorant. What I want to talk about, um, did, that's ignorant. Did the Raiders, did the Raiders ruin oh. Pittsburgh's season? Um, Do you see how I just deflected You know what's funny? I can't, I can't you go. See how I just they are hanging on by the fact they have a tie and not a loss there with that 7-5-1. As opposed to as a division leader, yeah. It's unique to have that they tie, eh? That's in, what might save my, uh, Minnesota in the, in, the, in, the, mm-hmm. in the NFC wildcard. They have a must-win this <laughs> game against New England. You know what? Let's talk this a little Pittsburgh. Hold on a second here. You just made me think of something. I agree, John. I won't. Okay, to answer your question, mm-hmm. I will not write Pittsburgh off because I did it early in the season because they looked disgusting. Yeah. And then I, but I also, I also was like being a little tongue in cheek, knowing that they'd reel off seven in a row. We wrote off Seattle before they blossomed. That was a legit write off. That yeah. was a legit write off. Okay. Yeah. So to answer your question, okay. I won't write the Steelers off. The Raiders did not end their season, though. No? They didn't end their season because I wouldn't bat an eye if they beat the Patriots this Sunday. No, absolutely not. Now, because they can put up forty-five points. You yeah. made me think of something, Johnny. The Minnesota Vikings and the Patriots, or sorry, the Minnesota Vikings and the Steelers, mm-hmm. with those two receiving cores on each team, and in today's NFL, they the way that they be should be averaging forty, just point, thriving, forty points a game, yeah. How are they so similar that they're both in like, are they both not in the midst of a three-game losing streak? Are they both not in damn tank mode? Like, not tank mode, but interesting like... Interesting parallels. Way to stumble into the playoffs, guys. No, but that's an interesting parallel between a similar... That could have re- been a Super Bowl pick in fucking... In, in August. The off, in the offseason, that's not a crazy Super Bowl pick. Right? No, it's not. Well, not Minnesota what, was supposed to be the cream of the crop. Not knowing what Le'Veon Bell's going to do, but now it seems like no well, one cares because James, Con- James Conner has been filling in absolutely, right? He's been... Well, um, and, and it showed when he wasn't there. So, on Sunday. a field goal kicker slips. Ugh. Pittsburgh season is still in play. I agree. I don't. I, I won't write them off because they are an absolute offensive powerhouse. They can put up forty five points in a heartbeat. But Smith Schuster. Why weren't Brown, they? Why weren't they on Sunday against a Raiders team that is should be positioning themselves for the number one overall pick? Yeah, but Connor didn't play though, right? I don't. No. I, Juju and AB did. Oh yeah, but that throws and your I, whole scheme out of whack. Okay, man. fair Not enough. Mention fourteen games into the season, you've established something. When James Conner moves, well, then why was everybody? You can't do play action. You can't run screen sets. You can't run a. Why is everybody so shocked offense. by this outcome then? I wouldn't say they were shocked, but we're just asking if the loss. I think everybody was shocked that the Raiders beat the Steelers on Sunday. It was the field goal kicker slipped. Okay, let's okay. Not, now let's don't just boil it down to that because if the field goal kicker slipped. When they were up three touchdowns, like they shouldn't have been, then it wouldn't have been a fucking storyline. It would have been. It would have been a blooper. Okay. Although I see what you're saying, I think that because they didn't have their starting tailback, it played a considerable role. I, I it plays they, a role in how you move the football and how you don't. Move okay. The how did James Conner being out of the lineup 
allow that defense to give up a twenty, like a, a eighteen point lead for the, the Raiders. So Roethlisberger twenty five for twenty nine, two eighty two touchdowns, and he was out for the third quarter. He left the game with a rib injury, right? So what I'm trying to say is, rushing the football, they had Jalen Samuels, the corner, the uh, uh, backup quarterback Josh Dobbs, Tennessee kid, and Stephen Ridley. Oh, and that so, that powerhouse Raiders defense just shut him down. Right? Like, come on. Like, let's get into this. Like, that was I'm a fucking to... team that is, like, once again, will just fucking play to their competition. This is the NFL. You think that you're starting tailback and just go out and then you just run in and fill? This when sounds you like have... somebody who has one of the best running backs in football and has been absolutely spoiled. When Rod Smith goes in there, he's chomping at the absolute bit. Okay? So James Conner not playing matters. Not when the... you have AB and Juju. I don't think he it was, should, not against the Raiders. I just said I can't believe you're shooting. I can't believe you're shooting them bail right now. He had well, four incompletions. He was twenty five. Like like, how much better do you play? Who? Roethlisberger. Well, had if he played, if he would have played the whole game, that was suspect. Why was he out for two quarters? He, was, he got yeah. banged oh, up, and, and then he just magically got better. What? Because he's playing the Raiders, you can't get hurt. Well, Roethlisberger. Oh, I can't believe you're shooting them bail right now. That's absurd to me. I just feel like I have to. Johnny, intern. Roethlisberger says he was okay to go back in, and Tomlin held him out. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's talk about it because you just thank you. Proving your worth, you jog my memory. So he said that they were going with the flow of the game. On the four possessions that Roethlisberger was out of the game, it was uh, punt, punt, interception, punt. What kind of flow is that, there, Mikey Jags? So listen to me, if Mike Tomlin. Calls a sh- like a couple of shit series. What, you want his head on a pike? So no, he should have no, brought no, Roethlisberger no. in a little bit sooner. Maybe they beat the Raiders. Maybe the kicker doesn't fall. But at the same time, you're saying that they are they don't need their starting tailback to beat the Raiders. They don't, don't bring up off-air hot takes onto the air. Oh, my god! Off-air hot takes are like Vegas. Okay, they stay in Vegas, bro. <laughs> you wanted to stay in the vault? Okay. Yeah. You, you need to start calling vault, then. You I guess I gotta talk. Him. I guess I got to talk football with Jerry Seinfeld, then, if I want to stay in the vault, right? <laughs> Uh, it's okay. Um, wh- what I want to know is, Ding. what I want to know is, did did the Colts save their season beating a divisional opponent who was absolutely on fire? They set themselves up to uh, definitely be again. Like I, I don't know. Is Ryan Kelly playing the rest of the season? He seems to be pretty parallel with how well Andrew Luck plays. Yeah, it seems to be a com- like when when they have that offensive line playing. When all those those young starters, Costando, Kelly, and Nelson, Andrew Luck is absolute magic. Beast mode. He's on fire. Um, what do you think about that game, them hosting Dallas this week? Uh, I'll leave that for uh, later in the week. But okay. I'm, I am I think that it, it's a t-shirt and hat weekend. Like, Andrew Luck threw for 399 yards against a defense that we would say, and we have talked about, been playing quite well. Would you say that Houston's D is top five, six in football? I would. Repeat it again so I can think about the answer. Would you? I love it. Like you're in an interview. (laughs) (laughs) What what is Houston's defense a top five in the league? When. That's a no. That's a no then. When the guy guy on their D line that's not getting the double team. Okay. Six, like, is is at a high success rate? Yeah. Then they're one. They're a top five. Like, what did you say? Five, six, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're okay. They're they're. But when JV on Clowney's not coming off single single man up, you think that they're top ten? Uh, not even. I think it, I think they fall to like a 
a middle of the pack kind of. You team. look at how it's JV weird. Like is I've, built we've talked so he... fucking highly of of actually we kind of let that nine game win streak just because we we didn't talk about well, Deshaun Watson as MVP at all. We didn't talk about how well because I don't think he's. I don't think he's he'll, 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 he'll get one vote. He'll get one vote. Right, but it's most valuable player. And if you were I to agree. take him off of the Texans, they don't win nine straight games. Pat Mahomes is great. You're right, but he's got a lot of talent around him. Oh, um, uh, transition time. Okay. Did you see the no look pass? Did I see the no look pass? It was the craziest thing. The okay. man's looking to the right side of the field. Okay, now slings it left. What angle did you see? Did you see from behind Mahomes, or did you see? The... I've seen every available angle. Okay. Well, the new angle that I saw today was a zoom in from the op- like the opposing end zone in on Mahomes face right and he's like he's all but giving a cheeky smile to the linebacker that he's fucking staring down as he you know like, it was absurd now I'm gonna take it left where I don't think any other podcast that I've listened to has the most ridiculous thing that I've heard being talked about it was an ex-packer player saying yeah I'd be impressed but I saw I saw Favre do it every day in practice and where's the Allen Iverson drop when you need it well come talking on. about practice I'm talking about a game Right? Oh, not a game. Not a game. No. And like the thing was, but does that bother you? That that statement? I think it does bother me because like, you're is trying that to just dis- like a is that a Favre guy? That, that's, that's a guy like- <laughs> who doesn't like the comparison that Mahomes is getting to Brett Favre, and then he does something on the field that's more spectacular than Brett Favre did, and all of a sudden the guy's got to come out and say, "Oh, Brett Favre used to do that all the time." Oh yeah, in which game? Oh, he did it all the time in practice. And then you were to look at the actual play, and Mahomes throws the ball twenty yards on a rope. Yeah. Into coverage, he didn't throw to a wide open man. He didn't break stride either. There was a DB on, uh, at, at his six o'clock. It was silly. He like, made like, another. He made another pass in that game rolling left, which is supposed to be the hardest thing to do for a right arm quarterback. And is he Gumby? He, I don't know, but he he paused the linebacker and waited for the receiver to go past him and did a little sidearm flick. Oh, running up the sideline. Oh, it was the receiver st- was that might the be more impressive to me than the no looker. Man, I know exactly the play that it you're was, talking about. Again, it was video game shit. So the running back goes out to the flats and then Mahomes rolls to his left. It's supposed to be a hard throw. Yeah, and then. The running back, beautifully, I, I believe it was where he paused. He paused perfectly at the linebacker and then flashed and looked at yeah. him, flashed and then ran up the field. And that throw, it was, it looked like a sidearm. Yeah, it, it was, was a sidearm. It, just, it was, it was damn near an underarm sidearm. It was a like, right hand Mike Vick. Who was the pitcher that you throw from like his ankle? Oh, no. Oh. I was gonna say Randy Johnson, but no. uh, oh, no. but it, he good, did though too. It yeah. was a, that's a low enough sidearm to compare it to yeah. a Randy Johnson slider. Mahomes would crush a bird too. <laughs> so um, he'd explode that bitch. <laughs> so, Crush a bird. Good transition. So good transition, oh, sir. Which, it's time. Which birds got it's cru- time. Which birds got crushed on America's game of the week? Which birds? Which, which birds? The Philadelphia bitch pigeons. Oh my goodness. That's that's who got it. Really? That's who got it was the Philadelphia bitch pigeons. You heard me right. The city of Philadelphia is lucky that Meek Mill just dropped an album yeah. called Championship. Yeah. Because that's the only championship that the city of Philadelphia is winning this year or receiving yeah. this year. Alright, I don't care if there's three games left in the fucking season. I don't care. I feel like you need Don King as your hype man staying only in America and just helping you out. Because sometimes you gotta get a little passionate when your team run, runs off five in a row. Your quarterback looks disgusting through three quarters, and then all of a sudden he's the franchise record setter for forty-two completions, only quarter uh, quarterback in Cowboys franchise history to have four hundred and fifty-five yards and a win. 
Yeah, Dak Prescott's like, okay. Tony never did that? Really? Yeah, Dak Prescott's okay, but I have a confession to make. He's all right, to, and, I'll, and I, I'll stay there too. He's okay. I have a confession to make to Johnny the intern and to you. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's the best running back in football. Well, yes, and I... I didn't I say to take him out of your mouth a couple weeks ago? I was like, I was glad that you were the one that was all up on him because for me to do it, it sounds redundant. So I'm there. Yeah, he is. That's what happens when you give him the ball 40 times. 13 targets, 12 receptions. Wasn't that many yardage. Uh, I believe it was 69 on 12 receptions. But you hand him the rock 28 times and he runs uh, runs off 113 yards. It it changed the, the pace of that overtime. Because th- then they could go back into their offense and give him the ball, gets off big chunk runs, yeah, and it and it just changes the. I wish that I could setting for Dak. I wish I could quantify this, but I'll do my best to qualify it. Ezekiel Elliott is the most efficient per play player in football. He is the most efficient player for when he's There's out. There's no such thing as a negative run with him. There's no such thing as a play where he doesn't do something positive. Yeah. Whether it's chip it, whether it's chip an end, even, whether it's stay in the block. And you know what? Even when he's Johnny, when 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 young Johnny here from the booth is ready to lose his mind on a Sunday afternoon because it's third and nineteen and they dump it to him for six yards and he's sick of seeing it and a lot of guys are. But the hit that he lays at the end of the run in the first quarter. It makes that guy think in the third and the fourth quarter when he's getting a little gassed. Do I want to feel Zeke again, right? Or so do I want to make a business decision? The way decision that he like punished, it, even but that's the point that Mike's making, and I'm and I'm explaining a little deeper. When even when it's not the greatest play call, and it seems like it's banging, the offense is banging their head against the. There's an efficiency to it. There, he finishes so efficiently and so devastatingly that. Even when they, they he, there is a stupid penalty that's called for the first time all year for an offensive player, I found that stat out. It was called eight times this year, over four hundred plus games. Which penalty specifically? The targeting leading with a helmet. It's been called eight times this year. Not on an offensive player. League wide, once it's been called on a, an offensive player, and it was on Ezekiel Elliott. Sure. I've ran that play back about twelve times now, and I don't know what he's supposed to do when the defender goes that low. If Zeke doesn't do that and protect himself, which he did hit with the shoulder. His knee or his ankle's going out. I'm sure that you think that it's because he has a star on his helmet, but that happens. I don't know. Uh, I think that I remember preseason going, so if they stick with this targeting call, then Zeke's never going to have a positive run again. Right, but that never came to fruition. And now all of a sudden, week 13, it gets called. But you know as well as I do that the league, NFL, they send their, their refs emails and memos throughout the season. You know, you got to look for more holding. you got to look for more quarterback contact. They did it in the beginning of the year, and then they probably got an email that, that says, you know what? Oh, they did. The 100%. whole Clay Matthews Same. thing, bad PR. Yes. you, you got to ease up off That of was it. a and different level. And now they're calling holding on absolutely everything, and they'll ease up off that too. Yes, okay. So, so we got a little... Su- we got. A, I got a little sidetracked. Track, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Most efficient back in football. Most efficient player in football, in my opinion. With the turnaround of the team... I'm choosing to focus on the positive outcome from Sunday, okay. which was a W. When through three quarters, mm-hmm. and all I watched was terrible goal-to-go efficiency, as soon as they get the ball on first goal from the four-yard line, and they don't do something positive on first down, I turn to Johnny and go, we're kicking a field goal. Yeah. I did it three times in a row. I was right every time. Last few I, I'm not proud to be right about that. Their red zone efficiency is it, it, it's, it's not even so much the red zone. It is the red zone, but it's the goal to go. Inside the 10 and, and to go, they're terrible, especially when there's a drop on first down. I've been saying it for weeks and weeks. 
when they're on the five-yard line and in, there should be three runs in a row with Zeke, and if you don't get it, then there should be a fourth. Because if he can't get four yards on four tries, then I trust my defense to do something to that offense when they're starting first and uh, first and 99 to go, or 99 and a half to go. I need Dallas to play a top-tier defense. Okay. And see what they can do against them. So when Cooper gets double teamed, I'm wondering if if Zeke is just going to be able to have his way, or if Amari Cooper is going to be able to have his way. Is it a pick your poison kind well, of thing? You know because, what I hope by because, then? Because hold on, 217 yards, in my opinion, means that every yard was worth a hundred grand. He could make 21.7 million. He could get guaranteed money in the offseason. He could get that in in the first two or three years of his deal. Two years in his deal. He's changed. Like, he's changed that team. He's changed the outlook of that franchise. That's even, crazy. I don't even care if it's like partly a placebo effect. Gil Brandt, who is like, if you know that name, He's listener, you should know that name. It's a very and good you should respect mind. that name. Very, very good football. And mind. when he says that he's always felt that his trade for Tony Dorsett was among the best trades in NFL history, and he doesn't want to jump out there too early, but he already feels that Amari Cooper eerily has that feeling. That's cr- when Gill jumps out there and yeah, says that yeah. I listen. But he's not there yet, and 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 I I don't think he's there yet because he hasn't seen a big enough sample size. And okay, that's what I and that's why agree. he prefaced and, it and with really like, do. he doesn't want to jump because, out there because because Jacksonville had a great season uh, by somebody else on your roster uh, Pred- predicated who, off a of defense. Somebody somebody else on your roster named Alan Hearns had a great season in Jacksonville and then got paid a lot of money and then just fell off the face of the map. So. <sighs> Okay. I'm saying the sample size now, is small. Now, you asked what okay. happens when they play a good defense, Amari gets doubled, and, and Is it just going to be Ezekiel Elliott, or is it no, Amari Cooper? That's, is it I'm, no. Pick your poison. No. Fucking Dak needs to figure out how to hit 13 when he's seven strides behind the fucking corner. I mean, or Cole Beasley, 11. he gets open quite often or, as well. Um, to, or, or Beasley. Yeah, Beasley, or Beasley, gets open. Beasley or do, just do it, chip away. Just chip away, chip away, chip away. Because if I'm Cole Beasley, I'm thinking, how do I not benefit from having one of the best? I think Dak trusts tailback. so much he'll throw into double for 19, which he would never have done last year for 88. Do you want Dak throwing into double covers, though? No. Do we want to bring that to the air, that little tidbit? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, it, no, it's I'm asking the question. Does the play in six games from, from Dak to Omari... Yeah. Show that it was more so Dak, uh, Des the problem last year than it was Dak. Would you put your neck out and, and answer that and say that? Would you agree with that? I'm going to agree with your statement unequivocally. I'm not going to sit on the fence. And let me just say for the record I, again, I, folks, I, w- I was the biggest Des Bryant fan, but I'm also a realist and I can admit a fall off when I see no, it. No, you you definitely took a while to get on the, the Cooper bandwagon. I had to sell oh, you and a I bit. Had, that's I a had different sell, story. I, I had to sell you a bit. You did. So let me you talked me off the ledge when so, I was ready to flip out. And you, you were like trying to prophesize a Julio Jones trade. Now, again. what I will say is I agree with you unequivocally that you could make the argument, and I agree that Des Bryant was more problematic than anybody could have known, and it was a great. Listen, it was. I'm a not great, taking it there. Okay, well, I'll say that it was a great. I'm talking about performance on the field. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say that that it was an excellent personnel There's move. Stats. So okay, far. there you go. And seven touchdowns. And and in comparison, I would say that Amari Cooper's performance shows that Des Bryant was the issue. Yeah, I would agree okay. with you unequivocally. So let's just break it down this way. So Amari Cooper on the year has 62 receptions, 922 receiving yards, seven TDs. Of which, 42 of them, for 611, I believe, as and, a cowboy. and six TDs, are as a cowboy. So that means I think that... Since being a cowboy. No, it's not. It's combined. So, 
as a Raider through eight games this year, he had 20 catches for 211 yards and one touchdown. On Sunday, he had 10 catches for 217 and three TDs. Okay. <laughs> I I I chirped the 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 report that Dak and and Amari are trying to do everything they can to get on the same page during the bye week when the league prohibits them from doing extra workouts. They're talking on FaceTime and this and that. The the report was how they're communicating through FaceTime, and I just howled. Well. The gift of technology, <laughs> it must have done, like, I mean, they got on the same page. They connected somehow. They are maybe they played, vibing. Maybe they're on PlayStation Network together. All that matters <laughs> is the performance. Yeah, they're okay? And they're both... Dak can hit Amari on the deep ball. Listen, they're both, you're looking at... Can't 60, hit Gallup for you're fucking save his life. 60 to $70 million with those two players combined. You're, you're, you're looking at, at a, a cap hit that is a monstrosity. And they still got to re-sign Byron and re-sign DeMarcus and sign Zeke. Good luck. Ugh. Someone's going. Good someone's luck. Going. Someone's someone's gonna be a cap casualty. All right, now, that's for an off-season armchair GM. Now mark it down. Now, regardless of how you feel that's about the Philadelphia game. Eagles, regardless of how you feel about the Philadelphia Eagles, objectively, will you say that their season is toast? Uh, objectively, can I you can say, say it subjectively. I can say it objectively. Fair I can enough. say it figuratively. Fair I enough. can you can say, say it that with, that fucking with all the bias, toast defense, all the bias in the world. Yeah. Now, okay, and it's not even Swiss cheese, man. Listen. They are a hospital right now. They are. Uh, an infirmary. I don't want to spend just... too much time on the Cowboys. Yeah, you Because people expect us to. Y- yeah, you do. It, listen, the Cowboys should have won that game the way the Saints beat up the Eagles. And if it wasn't for a couple terrible interceptions by Dak, a yeah. fumble by Dak, yeah. some missed deep balls to stretch the lead when they got the lead big, mm-hmm. like to Gallup, like, those are the things that are separating Dak from being a guy they can believe in yeah. and an elite player they can trust but Dak's and no, count on. But Dak's no equalizer, right? That's the di- no, he he's not the great... He, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Don't wanted, put him in the same category as Eli Manning or Blake Bortles. I just wanted to, Are you fucking I, kidding me? I just wanted to get a rise out of you. Um, so you're asking about Philly? I was. They're yeah. at 6-7 and seven in their next games against the LA Rams. Yeah, and then they got to play Houston in Houston and then they got a soft one against Washington in their ninth string quarterback. It's hard to see... <laughs> Hard to see how the city of brotherly love can find any wins in. Will they make the playoffs, Super Bowl, to maybe not even making playoffs? They won't make the playoffs. It's a Super Bowl slump. How many times in the last fifteen years has the Super Bowl winner, aside from when the Patriots win it, not made the Super Bowl the next yes, year? I bet I, you it's more than half. Well, I mean, facts not feelings, but at <laughs> Tom the end Brady's of the day, won more than half. Of it. Oh, you're out weighed. You're out. You're out weighed three to one by Cowboys. Now here came the cowgirl. <laughs> Nothing but fun. Um, did. I read an article that Cleveland still has an opportunity to squeak into the playoffs, beating Carolina, who's in an absolute tailspin. Um, yeah, no kidding. Uh, like, Baker Mayfield's for real. He's worth the first overall pick. Yeah, that, see, And that defense is, is, is better than you think. A guy, a buddy of mine, I don't know, shout out if you're listening to you, Brent, uh, he asked me today if, he, if I think that Williams is retained as the head coach. Oh, Greg Williams. And I said Downey, no because I, I, I think they're getting Lincoln Riley. I think that Lincoln's proved enough in college football. He had back-to-back At Heisman Trophy winners. At least one NCAA coach back, will come up. Go back and work with the other guy. And then if you want, get into coaching pitchers in five years and go work with Kyler again. At least one <laughs> will. Yo, can you imagine? He just, he just gets a job working as a He just guy. follows those two oh back God. and forth. Anyway, that's stupid. He's a, Anyways. He's a third base coach. Might um, fuck. Let's cut that, maybe. Anyways, <laughs> that's uh, a crazy thing to talk. Like, they're, they're but Baker's for real, and that's why I, I like when I was saying I boiled that Houston Cleveland game down a couple weeks ago to strictly being mm-hmm. uh, like a quarterback matchup, and I forgot yeah. about the other fucking forty-five players that might touch the field. 
Nick uh, Chubb is very talented as well. Yeah, he's just he's a stud. I don't know if you can go as far to say as they had a plan to get Nick Chubb later because maybe they had feelers out there across the league and other teams weren't regarding him as highly as they did. But there's value and that's, there. But no, no, but why they passed on Saquon. Oh, that's what you mean, that, that there was they felt that the, there, the, yeah. The, they took the, like I've been preaching about the Alvin Kamara route and the, like, because I yeah. bet you that you're, if you want to talk about your Jags, I bet you they were, like, regret the Leonard Oh, with Fournette. the fourth overall? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, man, they could have went but, quarterback. But what did yeah. they see the year before? They saw Zeke. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But what I will say, though, is I like, I like how, I like how it's shaping up. The Browns got... For the team, yeah. Like, they got the Bengals coming up, and then they got a Broncos team that's fighting, and then they got a... Who do they end with? Uh, Baltimore? I it's, believe it's divisional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it an is. AFC North game. Uh, sorry, it's no, an AFC game. I think game. I just, me. I think I just butchered it. I'm, um, not, I'm not quite sure. Let me Johnny fax this. Johnny fax this shit up. But next couple games, there's no. They way go they Bengals, Broncos, Ravens. I was right. Okay. okay. There's no way they. You can't trust yourself. So the question was that was posed to me, and I'll ask it to you. Right. If they win out, is Greg Williams retained as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns? In your opinion, I don't think so because his resume has pockmarks on it. It I might agree. have been eight years is he, ago. Okay, so let's say they go. And Lincoln the NC coaches are, are are too hot right now. The NCAA yes, coaches are, are too hot. Oklahoma's coming off two two wins, two two uh, championship wins, and right uh, two so, Big Twelve wins and two playoff uh, appearances. Thank yes, you. Two Heisman Trophy winners. Lincoln Riley's a how, hot how does John right Dorsey now. not try to bring Lincoln Riley into work with this guy that he's already worked with and won him a fucking Heisman? Baker Mayfield right? like, was taking a chance. Lincoln Riley seems to be the farthest thing from a chance and a logical move, doesn't it? Um, but like I said, that defense though, the defense is hit, and that's what happens when you have a number Garrett, one overall yeah, pick, I, I was, well, I and mean, then a number Garrett, four overall pick in Denzel Ward. Everyone trashed that Denzel Ward pick, and I'm sitting why? back as a Buckeye fan, He's, going, "Can't wait to watch this." But he was the best corner in that draft forever since yeah. day one. They've, like I always say, or we've both said, yep. if you're not the quarterback, then you better be the guy protecting the quarterback, a.k.a. the left tackle. Or getting to the quarterback. Hold on. Or yep. going against the, uh, the the left tackle and trying to get the quarterback. And if you're not that guy who's the highly touted pass rusher, mm-hmm. then better believe that you're either the guy catching the ball from the receiver or the guy that's not supposed to be catching the ball from the receiver and you're the lockdown corner. Those are the top five positions in the NFL for top five picks. And that's what you Notice see. how I didn't say running back. Well, and I'm know. the biggest Zeke guy yeah. there is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he like he's like the outlier. Yeah. And you, and 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 I'll even I'll concede that you could still to this day argue you could have went Jalen Ramsey and then Derrick Henry. And behind that Cowboys line, who knows what Derrick Henry would look like as a 3-year player. Yeah. I understand. When he's not fighting for time with DeMarco Murray in Tennessee and now fighting for time with Deion Lewis and you know what I mean? Then he's not, and he gets 200-whatever yards and four TDs. Right. So so back off the Zeke tangent. Do back we, on the rails, you mean? Do we like... Do we like... Um, so Cleveland smashed Carolina, and Carolina's last five in a row. I, I, I was on air saying that... I wouldn't say they smashed them. I'd Carolina, say they finished them. Because it was a good game for a lot of the game. Carolina's lost five games in a row, and at 6-2, and two, I was considering them... As a divi- as a, as a chance to be a what was the score champion. of that game going into the fourth? I saw you had it pulled up. Uh, it was going into the fourth. Yeah, it was Carolina twenty was up, right? to seventeen for Carolina. Yeah. yeah, so they weren't smashing them, <laughs> no. right? Like they and were just staying in it. Like I, and then 
Cleveland what was the final? Nine, You're right. They Cleveland finished scored it, nine yeah. in the fourth. Carolina scored nothing. It was finished uh, right. 26. 26-20. Yeah. Did that close the door on Carolina's season? Oh, it, it, unless they unless they just all of a sudden look like gods for some reason against a divisional opponent who's, I mean, no. not looked great. The Even like, if they win three in a row. Until that second seven. half against Tampa when they yeah. reeled off whatever, 21 points. And covered the spread somehow. But even three in a row at, at, <laughs> at nine and seven, that division is just too hot. And the NFC I has I would have to agree that. But hey, look at the way Minnesota's really. <laughs> okay, ben so here's a, this is how I answer this how I answer your question about is Carolina season done? Just again a look at the playoffs. This is Carolina is Carolina season done? Absolutely. No, because guess who else's season isn't done? Tampa Bay, Come Washington, on. Philadelphia. They're all six and seven for some reason. Minnesota is the team that, like, they're fighting with. When I had, the, like, I had them winning the North. I ex- I expected them to be a 10-11 win team. They're gonna be lucky to be a nine, w- yeah, nine win team if they're lucky. Yeah, well, I'd like it to be on air that I said that uh, Chicago Bears would be John Snow, king of the North. Okay, so, good, good transition. So let's. I I, oh, I like the way you said it too. Good Game of Thrones reference. I don't like how uh, Trubisky played, considering how much okay, I loaded his performance. I'm gonna be the guy to say it. Let's All not right. pick the low hanging fruit, okay. because anyone that watched that game, whether they enjoy football or not, would say those are some of the ugliest passes that I've ever seen. From both but guys. then, from, from both guys. But then to transition away from the Bears for just a millisecond, mm-hmm. last night, Monday night, when Russell Wilson threw that ball simultaneously at the same time, Dak Prescott and Mitchell Trubisky and Josh Allen all at the same time said, wow, come on, Russell, pocket awareness. What are you doing? Did you see that pass by Russell Wilson? It was the worst interception of the season by anyone. He's one of the smartest players out there. Dude. And then he did that. He's one of the smartest football guys. So it's that that when I watched that last night, yeah. I said, "How am I going to torch Biscuit for throwing those three picks?" After seeing that. Okay, so now let's talk about the Bears. Like I call them the best defense in the league. They okay. are. Um the Bears. Ugh. Call yourself a Cowboys fan. So at the end of the day, Johnny fired. So at the end, of the, <laughs> <laughs> you got nine monikers we'll in one episode. We'll renegotiate. <laughs> Don't worry, Johnny intern. Um, the fact of the matter is, is I've been on their bandwagon for a very, very long time, and he, they okay. So Biscuit's the great neutralizer, just like Bortles is. Oh I, my God! He is. How do we go from them being Diet KC and then being very good to you comparing him to a quarterback? Who's going to get paid seventeen million dollars? Because or cut because and if, paid anyway. Because if they weren't playing against a Cali boy in that cold on Sunday, then they wouldn't have won that game probably. It's the same guy that threw six touchdowns, and don't, don't tell me it was against, against Tampa, Tampa Bay's defense. I don't care about that. That was that. I would love to know the combined air yards on those six touchdowns. I bet you it wasn't more than forty. Why do you think that they just threw bubble screens? They did. But he just took off. They did. Fifth, okay, fine. Fine, they did. Fine. You said last week that okay. Carolina you know beat LA. Okay, this, and I said that they would. This is the second time that you picked LA in the game to win. Chicago won. You picked LA just like I did. That's too bad. You did. But you picked Chicago to cover the spread because I told you that it was three and a half. It's too bad. I and it dropped from four and a half. You picked the Rams. Trust so my pump your brakes there, Mikey Boy. Shit. Trust me. Now, instincts. as this fucking loud ass plane flies overhead. Drowns me out a little. Well, it's to signify Trubisky and his aerial assault capabilities that you seem to just okay, be ignoring. Okay, listen. Anyway. His accuracy yeah. is terrible. Okay. And Bears fans will tell you that. Okay. His pocket awareness and playmaking ability with his feet is 
I don't want to say it's second to none, but it's very good. I'll give I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give it that. But this is the quarterback position, so it it to me it's got to come down to arm strength, accuracy, dependability, uh, pocket awareness, good decision making. Like some of those balls where he's missing it to are just the wrong place to miss to. It's a lot like the Dak interception early in the game when they should have taken a ten nothing lead. Throw it to the back of the end zone and let Amari run underneath it. Don't let the guy in off coverage come out from out of the play into the play and, and make the play. Jared, both quarterbacks <clears throat> had bad games on they, Sunday night, okay. right? Well, so, but da- but Dak finished and and, and no, no, won no, them I'm, that game. The I'm, Bears I'm not, defense I'm, won them that game. I'm not talking about Dak Prescott. I'm talking about. Jared. I wish the viewers could have seen that catch. That was unreal. That was unreal. I'm talking about Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky. They both had terrible games. So if oh Jared Goff, okay, I would see now. I would say that the Bears' defense caused those interceptions more so. Hold on, more so than the cold, the play call, or Jared Goff's arm. That's how good that secondary is for the Bears. They're playing like and. And listeners, don't pay too much attention to what Chris Collinsworth is saying because he'll tell you that it was an easy thing for Biscuit to read. Or, sorry, for uh, for Goff to read. But it was a very tricky zone that they switched out of into a man real quick. And it and it freed, uh, I believe it was Fuller that jumped the route on the particular yeah. interception I'm talking about. It was. it was a very tricky defense that they were playing. And you can't play that type of defense unless you have playmakers and skilled players at every level of the defense, which they do. And that's why I would say that it was more about the Bears' defense and their playmakers on the defense than it was about Goff having a bad game. They made him have a bad game. Whereas I don't dispute Whereas that. Trubisky I mean, I, I kept the Rams in that game, much like he did against, um, who was it, Minnesota two weeks ago in primetime when they had him buried. And all of a sudden he threw two picks in the fourth and Minnesota scores twice and, make, and they have a chance at the end. Right? Yeah. And you, you agree to that, yeah, too. Yeah, but you just can't convince me that one bad game means that it's, he's a bad quarterback. But it's not just one great, bad game. It was it was an exceptionally yeah. bad game, and he's not going to do that every week. Yeah. But he's capable of that. Not a single Bear fan that's telling the truth batted their eye when it happened because they're like, oh, fuck, this again? I'm telling you. Yeah, no, no. I know you're, you're the only me. one. I think, you're, <laughs> I think it's hyperbole. Like, I think you're exaggerating the effect. Of Mitchell Trubisky playing poorly. See now that now now I'm not because now I'm saying that that number one defense in the league. Let me say it for the nineteenth time this you, podcast. Yeah, you think they're pretty good, but they're also they're good enough to overcome a potential bad game from their quarterback, a la Sunday. the Jags last year and Blake Bortles. That's why I'm saying he's an equalizer. Yeah. Sort of the way Dak... You want me to jump off the ledge? Dak Prescott's been an equalizer on Sunday for three quarters of the fucking game. I asked you that off air. And at points in the fourth quarter, he was an equalizer. Could you, could you argue that Trubisky was, uh, Trubisky was a little injured after that Minnesota game? Because he, he didn't play the next two games. He was out for the last two. Was that one of the old game. men from the, up in the balcony <laughs> of the Muppets? Fucking... <laughs> 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 The listeners are like, "Who's this new fucking voice? I no. keep forgetting he's there." But the question from the Chiefs, yeah. but no, but the question no, you're from right. the Chiefs, you're all right. The question for the Chiefs matters. Injured. You're all right. He might have been injured yeah. towards the end that game. You're right. You know? No, no, he was. In, he could potentially still be injured he going into that game. At eighty percent, he could still be injured right now. But now, can I ask a question? Could a conservative play calling with the defense hitting the way that it was that game on all cylinders could a could the 
the vanilla, more vanilla, the more diet KC is. You, I still don't know if that's a diss or a compliment because KC is so good. It's a compliment. It is a, I, okay because I'll call the Chicago Bears diet KC as a compliment. See, now I'm going to release the logo you that made, I made. You made it. It was brilliant. I, I made a beautiful logo that now the listeners will be privy to. <laughs> And, they have and, to and, be. and a couple Bears fans will maybe be upset about it, but it's it's the best unofficial logo in the league. Look, I not just because I created it. I Wait till under, you see it. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand why. How's that for a hype up? Yeah. I don't understand why Jared Goff threw the ball 44 times. I don't understand why Todd Gurley didn't run at Chicago well, to try and beat them up. Seven. Okay, but listen, I don't understand why they didn't try to beat the living crap out of them because they didn't beat the crap out of the defensive front seven, no matter McVay how good they it. are. McVay owned it with the play calling after the game. I don't know if that's I, just him being a good soldier falling on the sword for his knows? team. But. Who knows? Who knows if Jared Goff checked out of more runs than we're aware of? Who knows? Okay. I mean, I didn't watch every single play, but yeah. what I will say is 11 times? 11 times? Okay. The whole time? The whole time? All right, that's enough That's enough for the Bears. You'd swear there's a Bears fan in this garage every week, the way we talk about them, the amount. But anyways, they're they're in the pic- like they're in the picture. We have to talk about them, so we're going to keep talking about it's them. It's kind of relevant. Um, um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. To, to, let's switch to the irrelevant. Now, Ooh. I know that there was extreme circumstances, and I didn't foresee those things coming. Oof. And I don't know if they still would have happened the way they have happened okay. if they didn't, but... Do you remember when I predicted a certain little slide by a certain little team out of Washington D.C.? Do you remember when we looked at the at those six and three versus three and five record, and I said, "Just talk to me after Thanksgiving," as Jimmy Johnson would say. Just talk to me after Thanksgiving. Hold on a second. Do you remember? Do you Alex remember? Alex Smith sir? will never play football. I'm taking again. you to homie court right now. Do you remember? You're on the stand. You're under oath. Do you remember? I do. Do I need to get? Do I need to pull up some Judge I, Judy music? I remember. You don't have some to judge tell, Joe Brown. You don't have to ask Bert to go over there and get the evidence to bring it back to you. Okay, Bert can stand right there. He find a little Judge Judy music. Listen, bro? listen. You cannot tell me that Alex Smith he'll never play football again. You said that Washington would not have a good run to the end of their season being at 6-3. and three. And although I agree, they, they lost their starting quarterback. I know, I know. Mark, and that's why I preface it the way I did. But Mark Sanchez looked like Colin Yo, just Kaepernick. Just give me my flowers while back. I can still smell them, bro. Just, just give me my flowers while I can you still smell them. You want your bouquet? Here's okay, a dozen. So, that was... The, the Giants put up 40 on that irrelevant That was Mark now. Sanchez, though. Oh, yeah. They, the coach's decision took him out. You mean tell me that Colin Kaepernick couldn't have helped that football team? Okay. And now, Ooh. now, Ooh. now Ooh. I will That's say, <laughs> now I will say, lawsuit aside, and I don't care what report came out about how they gave it a good thinking, fuck you, NFL. Fuck you, Washington Redskins. I don't care if he hasn't done anything in three years. It's better than the product that you've put out and the product that you will continue to put out care. for the rest of the season. Put Cap on the fucking field, whether he kneels or not. I don't care if he's gained cares what he does. five pounds. That's what I'm talking about. Let him play linebacker. Like, let, him, let him play fucking fullback and just run. Do you mean to tell me that you couldn't have I'm called with a, a quarterback with run 11 with on 11 with Colin Kaepernick and you could have performed better than with Mark Sanchez? You know what? Perfect transition. I took a kneel in honor of Cap. In my fantasy, taking <laughs> Stefan Diggs out after Jared Goff handed me that win with his .7 performance. What a sacrifice. I didn't want to risk two Stefan Diggs fumbles and take my eighty percent or eighty six percent chance of winning mm-hmm. down to, to zero. Mm-hmm. And instead I benched Diggs. I, I took the kneel in victory and I took it to a hundred percent before the Monday nighter was even played you're and I did no- it gracefully. You're such a noble GM. I set a trend in the league. My cousin did the same thing. He took a knee for Johnny last night. He, he won gracefully. He just kept the defensive player in. I did, and I, and I, I did see him take the wire. His I don't know if Scotty listens. I don't think he does. But but I almost thought 
it you was guys, so that he way doesn't to go, get Scotty. any fumbles and that's lose what, yeah, two that, points. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's okay. why I did with I, I did it in honor of Cap, though. I took the kneel. Anyway, we, we don't have to like right. beat a dead horse, but oh no, you, hey, you can't say that. You don't feed a fed horse, sir. Pete is listening. You know what? You don't feed. <laughs> You, you don't know? feed a fed horse. You know, uh, you don't feed a, a you don't feed a fed horse. You know what's awesome? I was thinking of a Where way to. The fuck I was. Did you hear that? And, oh, Bill Burr was talking about us on his podcast last week, and so was uh, oh, I think Tom and Christina were on on your mom's house podcast. But there's some plugging for some other podcasts. We didn't, don't do that. Didn't, didn't, didn't you say in an episode not too long ago that Colin Kaepernick is not in football don't shape and he couldn't play football? But, it does, but now it does. But, but now with what the Redskins are putting out, it does not matter. You think it doesn't matter? Put him out there and let and fucking win a wild matter, card. Yeah. What a wild card with Cap. But you know what, though? Cr- but you know what, though? That might be an outlandish claim, but it's not outlandish to say that he would have performed better than, than Sanchez. Right. That's That's, not, yeah, what even, I said is a little outlandish. Even if but. he wins one out of three games and it's grimy, it's like a 9-6, right? Johnny Weedbag, I like and he and, and, and he rushes for something, like, unbelievable, right? Um, it would still be a better product. Yeah, get, get, get in and, and, and how many guys has Dan Snyder played? Okay. Listen, How many guys has Dan Snyder paid that he should not have paid? We haven't got to the, the best game of the week, and let me set the table. We talked about it last week about potential matchups reflecting a certain NFC matchup that we saw a couple Thursdays ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I pointed it out to you last week off the podcast that you predicted a score of 21-17 for the Rams. Um, it was 59, implica- yeah. Hold on. Implicating that you believed in the Bears' defense to change the Rams' offense. And it and it, and it it happened. But you didn't trust them enough to get the dub with it. But you did pick the Ravens, and they shut down that Chiefs' offense, but and not enough. And end, not, yeah. So it was Interesting very odd. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not just I'm not no. trying well, to slit your throat or when nothing. When I did say that last week, you did look at me like I, I said. Well, you know, and only because, I, yeah, I did. And then that's why I waited to send the... in a weird place. I, yeah. I wait for certain things to send the text to get the real answer where the, you don't have to feel like obligated to spot. not yeah. feel like a dick on the air. But at the same time, though, you were right to be suspicious because it was an odd parallel. But now I'm bringing it up on the air yeah. because of the result of the game that I want to finish this podcast with. And that's... The Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, unfortunately, uh, Lamar had to leave that game. Um, who knows if it changed the outcome of it? They still got to overtime. Suggs had a chance to fall on that fumble when Mahomes just all of a sudden fell Mahomes all of a sudden Mahomes hand turned into Dak's hand. It shrunk. Yeah. It shrunk two sizes. It's just lost his mind. Uh, no, but um, one of my that, that's, yeah. that's one of my favorite. Favorite go-to podcast jokes. <laughs> uh, but that game, though, I, I, I watched a lot of it. Lamar Jackson can make it work with that sidearm. He looks like a right-handed Mike Vick sometimes. Oh, see this, is you, that just, just how he slings it. Is that so easy of a comparison, or is it because when, of that thing that you just said about when how When they throw the football. Oh, okay. When they throw the football sidearm. Okay. If you were to look at it, I mean, hey. I'm not hating on very, it. Very I just similar. had to. Yeah. It, no, I don't I'm like not going out of my mind. How many think, times do I have to say? I'm not going out of my mind thinking, oh, I he's a mobile. can't a horse, bro. He's a mobile quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, that game matters. It does. Because Baltimore season, did Mahomes solidify the MVP award? He has to have. I mean, he already he okay. I talked about it a couple weeks ago about through through ten, the first ten starts. The stats are NFL record setters. They're staggering. Like he had to twenty nine touchdowns to the first ten games in the league. Like come on. Yeah. Uh, 
it makes me almost feel guilty for having traded we'll see Aaron Rodgers for Zeke and, and drafting the home so late with this guy. Uh, you did. You did steal. I swear I've picked before Against me Chargers, and I yeah. saw it go. But we'll see what he does this week without the potential uh, Tyreek Hill being in. Yeah, he, that's, he, he that's a good point, up. Johnny. If he, he doesn't have up. Hill... No Hill, no Watkins. No Watkins is. Uh, Do we see Conley get three might... touchdowns and Kelsey get two? But, yeah. Anybody well, can score that what, offense. What I can run routes gonna... in that offense. Well, we'll see what Jeez happens uh, this Thursday. But you know what, though? Lamar Jackson, he's making use did, of his possessions. Did you feel that Mahomes gradually adjusted to having a more consistent pass rush? And, and then once he got comfortable, you see things like that and he'll look past it. We talked about. It. I don't want to dwell on that any longer. But yes, you do. But you also see what happens when he's playing a really good defense. The and ball falls out of his hands when he's okay. Scrambling. Yeah, and, okay. and that's why I, and that's why I kind of brought it back to that because. But then, how about this though? The no look pass is a product of him playing an excellent defense. When you he, play, oh, so he just leveled up. When you play, when he leveled up. He did too. Oh, he like he's elite. When he goes against elite level talent. It's going to bring him to a whole new level. And Pat okay. Mahomes at a whole new level is throwing no-look passes against coverage, tight coverage. Right. Because he was, that guy was covered. So, do you guys want to?